What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching one of the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and if you happen to be one of the luckiest people in the world and you are listening to this episode on February 28th, 2022, it is not March 1st or beyond yet, or if it's like super early March 1st, you're probably still good, you still have time to enter my giveaway to win all of my coaching programs for free and you get a free course from me just for entering. So regardless, if you just want one or the other, just do it. But yeah, you know, you get automatic, uh, automatically you get both. Um, but this is the last chance for you to do so. And I only run giveaways like every 100 episodes. Otherwise you gotta pay for it, guys. So if you want to coach with me for free and you just don't want to pay the rate, I mean, come on, guys, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, do I really need that money or do I need to get my life in gear right now, get my business rolling? But if you're still like, I know I need to get my business rolling and I'm still not going to pay for it, then uh, yeah, here's your chance. Go to the description right now or go to 200.socialbamboo.com. Enter my giveaway. I will be uh, announcing the winners on March 1st. If you've already entered, then now is your last chance to gain all those additional entries. So go into your email or you can just go to 200.socialbamboo.com and it should recognize that you've already entered before and it will bring you to a different screen and we'll show you some ways that you can gain some additional entries, improve your chances to win before I announce all 16 winners tomorrow. By the time you listen to this, it will be tomorrow that I will be announcing them by email. So be checking your email. Lots of fun stuff. If you're brand new, you don't know what the fuck is going on right now, but you're about to because now it's time for the episode. So today we are talking about sales tactics I shouldn't be teaching part two. Part one is within the last 20 episodes. Definitely got some uh, positive feedback on that one from some people saying, yeah, this is like a really applicable um you know, persuasion tactic really uh, to apply to your everyday life inside and outside of business. But I have to say, if there's one skill set missing that prevents most online businesses from working, it is the lack of sales skills. And even more so, it's the unwillingness to learn sales, all right? Of course, you're not supposed to have sales skills. If you're not supposed to be born with it, then you're supposed to adapt it. So any of this bullshit, I'm not good at sales, I can't even tell you how much it bugs me when I hear people say like, I'm not good at sales, or really like, I'm not good at anything. It's like, were you supposed to be born with that skill or were you supposed to acquire it from one of my podcast episodes? Because That is where you come to get the skills, guys. So today I'm going to be teaching you another sales uh, tactic, really, um, and just something that uh, very few businesses use, but a lot of businesses could implement really easily to just um, jack up their closing ratio. So I'm going to be talking about the mindset aspect as well as just like the tactical aspect of it. I never will just give you like straight mindset stuff without like a very strategic execution plan because even though mindset stuff is great and it's extremely necessary, it does leave too much interpretation for how to apply it. So we're accomplishing all today, guys. I hope you're excited because I am. So sales tactics, I shouldn't be teaching part two. The first thing that we need to learn is the the mindset of this. So this is what you need to know. A sale is won or lost in a salesperson's mind long before a decision is actually made 
in the customer's mind. And real quick, I do want to address too, I know a lot of you just have your your product for sale on your website. So this might not be as applicable to like every single offer you sell, all right? But even those of you who sell like cheaper e-commerce products online, the chances that you're going to be selling your product to, maybe it's in a B2B consumer sense, all right? You're like, you're like, eventually you start selling your products, wholesale orders to, to businesses. So thus you are selling your product with your voice, right? Not by the computer. And being able to sell your product by voice and just knowing how to handle these situations in person will make you a better salesperson for writing your copywriting on your computer. So I just want to address that this tip will really sound like it's for those of you that sell your product at markets and, you know, outside of social media. Um, but you know, you know, it's, uh, it's important, right? So for those of you who work markets, it's going to be directly applicable. If you close your offer on the phone, which is something I highly recommend that most of you do, if you catch my last episode at the beginning of your business that you try to get customers on the phone and sell your offer that way, then this is going to be applicable in that sense. But I just wanted to say that now because this is going to sound like a direct sales tip because it is, but I just want you to know, uh, regardless of if you only plan to sell your product online, like that that's what your current vision is, you're going to still probably need this information at some point in your life. All right. Cause we're all business owners at the end of the day. And I don't like to just talk about, you know, strictly social media tactics, but a lot of you are using social media to fuel your, uh, you know, phone call closes and stuff like that. So this is more of a direct, uh, you talking to a customer tactic today. All right. So, um, the, the mentality though, is the sales won or loss in the, the customer in the uh, salesman mind long before a decision is made up in the customer's mind. And this is the thing that you need to be able to, to know about so that it, it is no longer true for you. And what this looks like is when you're doing a sales appointment with the customer and maybe they're saying something like, okay, yeah, like today, uh, just so you know, we can't, we don't have a lot of money right now. I, I was looking at your products. I think they're cool. And, you know, maybe I'll get one someday. I probably will, but today is not Good. I just want to let you know that right now. I can tell you when I was a brand new salesman, I would have been like, damn it. You know, like you, you count yourself off right then. You're like, damn it. They're not going to buy. And then you do the whole presentation. The customer gets into it. They realize how awesome of a product it is. They pick out their favorite stuff. Now they're like way more invested in buying than they were when they said that BS. But the salesman was still like, no, they said they weren't going to buy. So when they ask, they're like, hey, I know you said you weren't going to buy, but yeah, it's, it's like $45. And, the, and you're just not expecting the sale at all because you thought it was lost. And the mentality that you need to adapt is the, the sale is never, ever, ever lost until until like the, the phone call is is hung up, the person has walked away from your booth, the person has said no, okay? Maybe is not a no, even though you should basically take it as one if that's how you're letting your sales conversations end with them saying, I'll call you back or I'll let you know or anything like that. It's just a no, but it means that that was something you could have potentially turned into a yes. The best answers that a customer can give. And these answers are basically the same. Like, yes, obviously, that's what we want to hear. No, great. Love it. Love when they say no. Maybe 
You are staying here until you say one of the first two, my friend. And that is, <laughs> that's another episode. Damn it. Yeah, we, we got to do more of these guys. Uh, sales is where I have seven and a half years of my career experience and just doing uh, direct sales person to person. But um, it, it goes in line with the same mentality of you thinking that the customer saying these little things before you've even set a price, like they're like, I can't afford it. You're like, you can't afford what? They're like, I can't afford your product. You're like, like, like how much money? You know, like, you know, anything. And you're like, well, it's 200 bucks. You're like, oh, I can afford that. You're right. So like, you need to know that a lot of times when they're saying like, I can't afford it. What that means is I think your product is expensive. And one of the goals in a sales presentation is to make the customer think it's going to be more expensive than it is. So when a customer in this specific example, if a customer is saying something like, hey, I just want to let you know, I can't afford it today, that means that they will probably buy when you actually understand you know, what is going on in their mind. And that's why like, there's so many people that think they suck at sales or I'm like, the, cu- the customer said the most perfect thing. They came up to the booth and they said, hey, we want to get your product someday. We can't buy today because I know it's really expensive. That person is pretty much a guaranteed order. And it takes years of like knowing like, oh, now I get like, now I see what's happening. But, you know, the salesman who perceives that correctly and is now confident and is now treating the customer, uh, you know, where they're at and knowing where they need to get to throughout the sales presentation. Basically, like, how would you convert that customer? You'd say, oh, yeah, no problem. We're not going anywhere. I mean, we've been around for 70 years now. So wait, whenever you want to buy, totally fine with me. What were you guys looking at? Oh, this? Oh, perfect. Actually, that is on sale today. So let me, I'll just see if I can get the price like really down for you and just, I'll just see what I can do. And they're like, okay. You're like, okay, looks like I can do this crazy deal and we can even split it over payments. They're like, oh, I didn't know you could do a crazy deal or split it over payments. We actually can afford it today. It's like you're, you're, that's, that sale is so easy to get, but a new sales rep just is the customer's like, I don't think I can get anything. They're like, damn it. You know, they just thought like, I, I just lost the sale right there. And it's like, until they walk away, it's not over yet. So it's, it's also just in line with never giving up. Um, so it, it's, it's one of the reasons why practice, practice makes perfect with anything because, it's very hard for you to even just hear me tell you, oh yeah, if they say they can't afford it and they, but they want to get it later, that that's like a perfect customer. They're like, what are you talking about? They just said they can't afford it. But all they're saying is, I think it's really expensive. So when you tell me that it's less than that, I will be in a different position. <laughs> okay. So you just need to know that that's how it's going to go uh, because you've seen it play out enough times. And I'd give you another example, but really all of these other examples would really just be the same thing of the same root objection. They would all just be smokescreen objections for just the customer trying to warn you of their no sale in advance. And a lot of times they, those are also just really uh, heavy shoppers and they are trying to tell themselves I'm not going to spend anything. I promise I'd be good. And all they're saying is like, I'm a shopaholic and I like don't know your price yet, but I can't afford whatever it is. 200. Okay. I can do it. Like they, they're just so, yeah. (laughs) Fucking shit. And I try to think of some other examples right now, but 
really all of them would just be smokescreen objections that all have that same root objection that I just talked about, which is just that the customer is, they don't even have an objection. They're just giving you a warning of, I might not buy before you get to the end. It's a very common situation. It's where a lot of salesmen just instantly lose the, uh, you know, that, that potential sale and all that is necessary for you to do is to know that the sale is won or lost in the salesperson's mind, typically long before it is actually made up in a customer's mind. They are just trying to like set the stage, like, hey, I just don't want you to get your hopes up because I'm probably not going to buy. And also, it's a typical trait of a shopaholic to do this, which is obviously a good customer. They're just a shopaholic. So they're like, hey, I promise, like, I would be good today. I've been bad lately. I've spent a lot of money. So like, I don't think I can afford your stuff. But oh, how much is it? Okay, yeah, I can. Like, that's how it's going to go. But you just need to know that a customer saying that is all they're saying is, I think your stuff is really expensive. So if you give me a good deal, I'm going to be shocked by it. And also I'm a shopaholic and I promise I wouldn't do anything today, but I probably will because I'm a shopaholic. So as long as you can hear what they're actually saying, rather than like, I don't, I'm not going to buy and actually believing that crap, then you'll still get the sale. Now, here is another tactical application of this. Uh, something that happens a lot of times when you are negotiating with the, these customers that actually had a little bit of a legitness to them needing to buy later and them actually knowing like, yeah, I knew it would be that much and we really do want to buy it, but I want to get it later. Like you did the sales presentation, you said all the right stuff about how it's a better deal today and, and all that good stuff. And they're like, look, like we want it. We just can't afford it. In this situation, the customer may or may not be lying to you. So if they, what you want to do is make a suggestion that if they're not lying to you, solves their problem. And if they are lying to you, makes them reveal the truth. So how you do so is doing something called a post-dated order. So if a customer gets to the point where they're like, look, we just really want to do this, but we can't afford it right now. We need like another month or something. You would say, yeah, so is there like a, a payment or something that you're expecting to, to come in specifically? And they're like, yeah, we'll get like our tax refund on April 15th. So I, we're just trying to wait until then. you are like, oh, well, perfect. So what we can do is if you wanted to still get the same deal today, but you don't want to pay until a later date, what they let me do, like what my company lets me do, this is what you do if you were a third-party representative, if it's your own company, something you would say, but something that we do to help our customers or some shit like that, right? So, but something we do is uh, if you wanted to take advantage of today's deal, we can still fill out the order and take the, the credit card number and everything, but then we won't charge you until whatever day is comfortable for you. So April 15th, I mean, just, we'll give you a couple leeway days just in case. So would it be okay if it came out like on April 18th? Would that be a more a day that would work for you? And then if that was a, a real objection, they would say, yes, that that's perfect. And you say, perfect. Let me just, yeah, what's the card number? All right. Awesome. I promise it won't ring in until that day. And then shortly after it processes, your order will be, will be shipped out. So you'll have it in no time. So welcome to my family of people who buy from me, you know, and then you just start, you know, doing the order. But, uh, in the case where they're like, uh, well, I, I mean, we still, 
this this, this might be too much. <laughs> you know, then you're like, oh, well, there's the objection, right? Be like, oh, yeah, if this is too much, like, I definitely don't buy it, please. And like, what would, what are some things that you wouldn't use here, right? And then you're just dropping down from there, then you're finding the right package. But a lot of you lose sales when they say, I want to buy this, but I want to buy it later. And you say, cool. <laughs> like, like that's what a lot of you say. Like, that's all you say. Like, perfect. Like, and then you count it as an order or you give them your business card or you tell them your website or, or whatever. Um, but uh, if you're in a position where you can collect the payment or do any of that for the customer, split it up into payments, right? Maybe you could say, would it be would you be able to do it today if I was able to split it over payments for you? And maybe if you're like even someone who sells like at a farmer's market, this is something you can do. Like you should get innovative and you should get used to saying yes to people. Here's another tip. In sales, they they always love to say, don't take no for an answer. With that, I would like to add, learn to take yes for an answer. I would like to buy this later. I just can't afford it today. Sounds like a yes to me if you know how to say yes still. Otherwise, a lot of you are like, ah, oh, I can't, I can't, can't do that. I don't, I haven't figured out how to do Stripe. I have not figured out how to do payments yet. Even if you don't know how to do it, if you're like, yeah, I know that exists, just be like, yeah, we can do that. And then just fucking Google it later and then make it up. But just take the yes on the spot and then figure it out later. So learn to take yes for an answer. When you're hearing the customer say something along the lines of yes, one of the easiest ways to accept it is to say, hey, we can still give you the same deal. We're just gonna, and and do not uh, not take payment right there too. If you're like, yeah, I'll just call you on that day to get your credit card, it will not go in, okay? You need to get their payment info right there on the spot because otherwise they will be able to get away without giving you a real objection. So if they start, if they're like, yeah, just, call us on that day for payment, all they have to do to say no is not pick up, which means that the conven- you've made the convenient option to say no. Damn it, here's another sales tip. It's about making saying yes as convenient as possible and no as, un- as inconvenient as possible too. Like that's just, it's not like all about that. That's just like another little sales booster. But if you can think along those lines, if you were to say, okay, perfect, yeah, we can do April 8th, uh, and I'll just, I'll call you then, get the payment info, it's not going to go through because now the it's convenient to say no and it's inconvenient to say yes. In the case of, yeah, we'll just grab your card right now, th- then they have to be like, oh, well, uh, it's too much. Like, they have to give you a real objection because you're about to take their card or they're going to have to call you later to cancel that order or do nothing to let it process. So it's just, again, making it, well, hey, the convenient thing is we could just not even call him and look up his number and the order will go through. So there's like, you're making it just the highest likelihood. That's all you can do in sales is just give yourself the highest likelihood chance. But just know that you know your end goal with these sales presentations is to get a yes or a no, and you really don't care which one, because if that's what you're good at doing is just getting yes or no from everyone, then sales is a numbers game. If you let a lot of your sales end in maybes and then you're like, all right, hopefully and like fingers crossed, then that's when sales is a lot harder to make a numbers game because you're not like those numbers don't even count. You're just getting to a point of like purgatory with the customer and then letting them walk and then just letting them be subject 
to every other advertiser in the world after that for their limited amount of money. All right. So like you're in competition with every other product in the world, really. So letting them go, even if they're not going to go look at your competitors, if they're just going to look at other things they can buy, you know, you get what I'm saying. I'm just trying to stress the importance in every single way that I can of how important it is to get to a yes or a no answer with every customer that you talk to uh, for most sales situations out there. I know there's some high involvement processes where you have multiple meetings that are set up. And for those of you that do that, I would say make sure you never end a meeting without the next meeting booked, because then that would be your same way of just getting a yes or no from someone trying to book that meeting. Because if they would say, oh yeah, just call us later and we'll book another meeting, then that's the same thing as maybe. If they book the meeting, great. If you ask to book the meeting and then they give you an objection, perfect. Now you have an objection that you can handle or accept as a no, but at least you're getting somewhere. That's sales tactics. I shouldn't be teaching part two. Stay tuned for part three soon. Subscribe to the podcast. And remember, if you are the very lucky people who are listening on February 28th or Monday morning on March or Tuesday morning on March 1st. Go check out the 200.socialbamboo.com. Enter my course giveaway. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like jumbling my words here. Enter to win all my coaching programs for free. Get my free course immediately. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.